0: Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan.
1: And welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today, all oh, five, five, five sisters are here. Catherine's mission is to help others in internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide. Sarah's mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders and me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do work they love and love the work they do. Every now and then, you know, we all encounter resistance. So how do you deal with it when it comes up? Or do you deal with it when it comes up? Do you see it as life being difficult or simply as feedback? Today, Catherine is going to lead this episode and our discussion on welcoming the resistance within. Catherine.
2: Yes. Thank you so much, Whitney. And I am just loving this topic for our show today today. Because this is a topic that really unites all of us as human beings. I can't think of one human being on this planet that has not experienced resistance in their world. Internal resistance is what we're talking about. We're not talking about the physical resistance at the gym and building muscles and things. We're talking about internal resistance in other words, our soul's way of guiding us, in my opinion, our soul's guidance system. Part of the reason we ha- all have emotions is our creator gave them to us to help guide and navigate this amazing journey of life. And resistance is part of that. So what do you do when resistance comes up? As Whitney mentioned, Some of us just totally numb out and don't deal with that. I definitely could put myself in that category. Certainly back in the day, that was one of my coping mechanisms for sure. It's different today in my world, but that was absolutely a way that I dealt with all kinds of resistance that was happening in my soul. Some of us take it to, to the gym or to fitness and work it out. Some of us take it, to a meditation and prayer and just slow down and examine and allow it in and and so there's a lot of ways we're going to talk about today during this show of welcoming the resistance and what do we mean by welcoming it well I'll use me as an example back in the day you know, I would just like numb out on it. You know, I, I drink a lot. I was a party girl. And looking back, I'm like, wow, I really dealt with my resistance that way. And I had a lot of fun and have a lot of memories. But then like, you know, decades later, I'm still trying to heal and work through it. So, you know, I wouldn't put that in the welcoming category. Welcoming it is welcoming it sort of in a way that we accept it. We love it and we just take some time to examine it. So, we're going to talk about all the ways. And I know my fabulous effing five sisters, all of us have a lot to bring to this topic today. So, I'm so excited. So, let's just dig right in. I'd love to start with you, Kathleen. You're, you know, you're over there just glowing like the sunshine and would love to hear from you when you hear welcoming the resistance within what's present for you around that?
3: Well, it's interesting, Catherine, is that for the way I resist the emotions that come up is often I keep myself busy. And so I'm doing, 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 driving, 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 making things happen and pushing my way through life versus allowing it to flow. And, you know, I've found myself in that space over the last few weeks and, maybe even a little longer, you know, I mean, life happens, right? And when life happens, we're often, uh, let me speak for me, when life happens for me, and things bubble up, I tend to try to avoid the uncomfortable feelings, even when I've been doing this for 12 years, you know, it's like some when they're in intense feelings, we just want to not Well, first of all, it's not that I didn't want to feel them, it's that I didn't know what I was feeling and I didn't know why I was sitting in that resistance. And resistance for me is the feeling of heaviness, really, the feeling of numbness, feeling of loss, feeling a little sad. You know, those are the indications. Those are the checkpoints for me to know that I'm out of flow. And so the resistance is me continuing to resist whatever needs to flow through versus you know let's sit in there in in the shackles of the resistance right and so you know there's been a ton of health issues in my family and I've and I've mentioned that several times here over the last few weeks or months and I found myself just really questioning you know, what is it that we have in common? What is it that, what is my role here? What is, why is this happening? So the the big question of resistance is the why, why me? Why this? Why, you know, which is crazy. Isn't a crazy, amazing resistance indicator too, (laughs) because the why questions never really get you through it, It's more of like, what is it that I need to learn from this? What is it that I need to, what it is coming up to go so where I can continue to be in flow in this moment? And over the weekend, I spent a considerable amount of time in nature and, you know, I saw three different snakes, a hiking path. I did some drumming and journaling and I did all kinds of things to really get connected to my soul and feel through what I needed to feel through what I wasn't feeling. And I needed to unplug to do that. And so sometimes resistance requires us to take ourselves out of the environment that we're in, unplug and really make ourselves sit in, in, in those. And I say, make ourselves, I knew that I wanted to, and I knew what I needed to do in order to sit through those experiences of of uncomfortable feelings. And what I came to is just that the more I drive, the, the harder the life is. And I don't need to worry so much about what other people Are doing or not doing about their health. It's that I get to be in my own journey here and nurture myself. You know, that's again, I brought up nurturing last time, but as part of the weekend for me was how do I nurture myself? How do I show myself love? And that is really consciously stepping into whatever flows up to the surface. It means just being present and what came out of the weekend were so many awarenesses. And, and for me, it was really connecting back in my soul. And so I don't need to continue to drive and push in order to be. And so the pressures we put on ourselves is what causes the resistance. I think, you know, the pressures that we require ourselves to, achieve or to do or out of fear is what really causes the resistance. And and so the amazing part of that is that resistance are really checkpoints. Again, they're just like little they're opportunities. They're not something to resist. They're like, okay, what's happening here? And to stay in flow, it means you can have the biggest impact. So my my thing is that I believe that I'm meant to have a big impact in this world. And so sometimes I get caught up in the head, my head, like, how do I do that? How do I, you know, like, what do I need to do to achieve that? But really, it's about having the biggest impact in this very moment that I'm in, in this very, like this second, not in the past, not in the future, just if we're present in the moment, then we're guided. And then we take action from that guidance versus feeling like you have to be this big thing or not, you know, whatever's, whatever's causing the resistance for you. That seemed a little mumbly because I just let it flow, but hopefully that- um, That was incredible. I
2: mean, not mumbly at all. I, I wrote like a page of notes just from all of your mumbliness. It is beautiful. And I want to bring something up real quick and then hand it over to- another one of our beautiful sisters here, but you did say, make yourself slow down because, and I think that was a powerful way to say it because when we feel resistance, often the best things for us is going to be the last thing we want to do. Because like Kathleen, you beautifully shared, like you want to keep busy. You want to just keep pushing through, keep moving forward, create this big, incredible impact, which- You create in all of our worlds here for sure. And, you know, but it's like I needed to make, because that's where we're conditioned to be or you are. And I can relate to that, but you're like, just keep moving, right? But it's like, no, I need to make myself slow down and connect with my soul and move through what's happening in my world here, in my internal world. And I just want to acknowledge you for doing that because many people will just keep the pushing through and then the resistance builds and builds until disease or other things, you know, dis-ease, two words there, whether it's a true physical manifestation or just continued uneasiness internally. So acknowledging you for those two little words of really making yourself slow down, because it's true, you know, and this is a journey. You mentioned also for years, Dealing and welcoming the resistance is a complete journey of moving through, not doing the things that are best for us and then doing the things that are best for us, right? So resistance, it's really a gift because it's an indicator, it's guidance to something.
0: I love the fact that you mentioned the word conditioning, Catherine and Kathleen. I mean, when I was reflecting on in my heart, like where did this start for me? Where was I taught to resist? And I think, yeah, you know, I pretty much think I came out of the womb wanting to speak. <laughs> I had a lot to say. I still do. We won't hide that fact. And but what I was conditioned for was to to be quiet, to put it back inside. Don't say that right now. Don't. It's inappropriate in this moment. It's. The, Oh, there's so much conditioning we could talk about. I don't want to get stuck there, but imagine, you know, Oh, be quiet. Somebody's talking right now or oh, do this. Don't do, I just feel all of that, you know, for myself as a young person and as a high energy talking person, there were a lot of reasons and times when people did need me to be quiet and that was okay. Right. But that's when I became excellent at stuffing. I always tell you guys, I mean, I'm the best stuffer, you know, I can stuff that shit for years, but, and I, so I do believe, you know, I I got conditioned to hold back and that is where the resistance comes in. That is where I stopped the flow, but resistance is good. Let's be real guys. We can't all talk at the same time. We can't all just blurt out the emotion that bubbles up in the moment. So the resistance is a little bit of harmony also. And the harmony is is now that I'm older. And I remember when I had stopped using my voice and I was in my mid-20s learning to use my voice again, learning to speak again. Then at that point, all I did was blurt out stuff. And it was generally like harsh and aggressive and, or, or loud or too high screeching, you know, but, but there was a lot of, con- there was a lot of energy behind it because I'd been resisting for so long and I had no harmony in my communication and, or my spiritual relationship with communicating in the outside world. What I've found to be and I just think this resistance conversation is epic because it's a life journey, and that's how I'm seeing this right in this moment is I have a lifetime of finding the harmony in when is resistance okay and when is it too much? And what I'm finding is the maturity of myself in is this the moment to allow flow and I can deal with it later right? And maybe it's not always like, sometimes I want to say something to Jeff and I might blurt it out. Jeff's my husband, for those of you that don't know. And in blurting it out, it's the wrong time. It is the wrong moment. It's okay not to resist or be, I don't have to accept everything he's asking or doing or requiring in that moment. But I also have that better harmony now of picking my battle on, is this the moment to address it? Or do I let this flow? And we talk about it at a later time, using my voice in the conversation of addressing where I'm having resistance show up against a moment. I was away this weekend. And if you know me well, you know that I love the ocean. And I was at a new ocean. And we were in Georgia at St. Simon's and almost every single time I'm at the ocean, I have this amazing cry. It's a, I, and I generally need to be by myself, but I've had people with me and it's so deep and it's so fulfilling to not hold on anymore. And so when I find that harmony is I, but to Kathleen's point is Stopping, taking a look around, and honoring myself to go and do something like that, honoring myself to release, honoring myself to let go, honoring myself to be in flow, or maybe just dump everything and leave it there. Sometimes that's how it feels for me. But in the balance and creating the harmony of it, I'm learning that I can't just because I don't want to resist, you know, I'm fighting resistance doesn't mean that there are times and not times about, you know, the appropriateness of it. So I'm just looking for harmony in my relationship around this topic. And I am just forever evolving and growing. And I can't wait to hear what you other fabulous women have to say about the topic. And the
2: conditioning to be quiet. Did anybody else hear children should be seen and not heard growing up? That was like, like play, like memory, like all the time. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? So thank you for bringing up a beautiful example of conditioning, Sarah. And and I just, I literally, I, I, I wish you could have heard when you said you give yourself permission when you're at the ocean and you had a beautiful cry to not hold on anymore. Like I literally was like, ooh, like I made like a, a physical like sound when you said that. Uh, I'm just like sitting on that right now, like permission. I mean, that is a way... To even, you know, we're talking like welcoming the resistance. You get to a point where you must that's where we're what that's like the ultimate with welcoming the resistance is also the freedom and the permission to not hold on to it and to move through it. And girl, an ocean will just bring that out. I love it. And also your harmony on communication was just like gorgeously said and i love how you really brought the re, this resistance conversation around communication from conditioning to how you move through that and work always working towards harmony and communication or flow just beautiful and certainly a powerful way to release resistance within us
0: yeah and also I'm mastering my communication and my harmony and my relationships around me. And what am I saying that's creating resistance that then creates another reaction, right? So, you know, I have to be responsible. I, you know, my husband's the easiest example to use. Sorry, Jeff. But, you know, I, we love you, Jeff. But I have several ways that I can say something to him. And there could be one way that's going to challenge him. Guess what? He's going to react. There's another. I could say the same thing in a better way, or at a different time, that creates a different reaction. So it's the harmony that I'm responsible for, not only from internally, but just beautiful ownership
2: ownership and responsibility. Uh, Thank you for that. So, what do you? What's on your mind, Claudette? See you shaking your head away and just like taking it in. What say you about the welcoming the
4: resistance within? Um, So to me, this goes back to kind of technically what's going on. So there's a law of non-resistance. And I think some of you have heard whatever you resist persist, right? You've heard that Tony Robbins says that. Um, what that led me to do is to research what that is. What's the law of resistance? Why does it persist if I resist it, right? And so we could go into what causes resistance internally and we may have a bad feeling that comes up that causes us. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, I don't judge good or bad. I kind of judge it this way. Is it desirable? Undesirable? Does it give you energy or does it take your energy? Right. And so if it feeds you and fuels you, it's of truth and source because everything coming from truth gives you energy. It's unlimited energy. Everything that is false kind of takes your energy. So I I look at it this way. Okay, so I am triggered or I'm feeling something on the inside. What I used to do is I used to push it down or push it away. And that's the resistance. But I didn't understand what was happening. When we push it away, we're actually not addressing the root core belief that creates it in the beginning. And so we're focusing on, okay, I'm going to push it away. I'm resisting it. Well, then now we're supporting a belief structure within us because we're not getting truth on it. That actually will show up again and again and again, and it will get our awareness. Whatever gets our awareness gets our power. This is why we're told not to resist. So what does that look like, right? So I get that feeling, you know, I love the way both Kathleen and Sarah, Kathleen was like, I went to sit with it. Sarah's like, I just cried. Okay, that to me, that's why I was shaking my head. Yes, you know, because the biggest thing we'll ever have to face in our entire lives is ourselves and how we are showing up and what a perceived weakness or shortcoming is versus what we desire to be. But we have to understand that we are here for the very purpose of expanding. And I say this, God became you, so you can become God. You're in training. It's okay. There's going to be some bullshit that shows up. If we can face it, then we can switch from this is showing up and it's a bad thing to, wow, this is showing up in its feedback. It's literally feedback for something that's in my soul. And the reason why we resist it also is as human beings, we're looking for uh, safety and we're looking for stability in what's called constructs, right? So we may have a belief system That creates a level of stability, even if it's not good stability. This is where you get someone stays in an abusive relationship longer. Everybody is going, leave, leave, leave. But for them, this is what they know. And we actually join our identity with it. So when it's time to grow out of it, like when our soul is calling us to come out of it, that's where a lot of the resistance comes in because our identity is associated with it. So there's a little trick you can do. And it's really helped me and I want to share it because I've I've had to face all of my shortcomings. I'm not perfect. I mean, don't even put me on that pedestal. I'll fall off and break my ass. Don't do it. But what I've trained myself to do is to see it come, feel it, for a hot minute, I don't want to feel it for weeks, I want to feel it for a hot minute, then look at it and start to get to the root belief of my disturbance, right? Where is this coming from? What do I believe and what is the truth? And when I do that, I can begin to get healed at a very core level within my soul. And what is false Will fall away what is true will always stand and so when we have a belief construct that is false this is when it gets hit up against and so if it's part of your identity you can say because your ego is kind of tricky we created the ego so we can individualize but the ego is the opposite of the oneness it actually is the opposite Eventually, we can love the ego and the ego becomes our servant. But for a hot minute, we have to take our power back from it. So when we have an identity that is rising up within us, that is resisting something, we don't want to face that we procrastinate. Maybe we don't want to face that we lie or we are afraid of something, whatever it is we're facing. We can say, truth, what is my true identity concerning this? And you know what? Everybody will go, how do I find it? What's going on? Ask and you will receive. This is a universal principle. All you have to do is go, what is my true identity concerning what is happening right now? Whether it's an emotion that, you know, if you've ever noticed our emotions, I call it the emotional spin, will sometimes suck you in as if you were on the floor and a vacuum came over you, right? And now you're just, shoo, right? Well, if that is happening, it's because there's a belief construct that is in frequency with it. That is why that happens. Once we get the truth about the belief construct, the same thing could happen again and we could go, wow, I, you know, that doesn't bother me anymore. Even if it's something terrible, it's because we've received the truth and healing on it. And everything that can happen or everything that happens to us can be healed through the divine within us. There's nothing that we can experience on earth that the divine can't heal. So to me, I would say don't resist it. Be brave. This takes some bravery, right? It takes bravery to face who you currently are and to plot the path to who you desire to be. But, but guess what? That's what this is all about. It's what it's about. We're here to grow. And I think it's really special when you can be surrounded by a group of people that see your bullshit and go, girl, baby girl, it's time to grow. It's okay. I'm going to hold the space for you. I still love you regardless. I see where you are. It's okay. And I know you're growing. And to me, that is friend that those are the friendships that matter because none of us are perfect. We're all going to run into some bullshit. We resist it at first. And then we learn that if we do, it keeps coming back up because we're not hitting the root belief. Once we start to seek truth about everything, the root belief can get truth. We stop experiencing that. And that's what this is about. Our soul is always evolving and growing. So be brave. Face the reality of whatever is happening. Understand there's a root belief behind it. Ask the truth to help you. Say help me with this. Show me the truth about it. That's what you do.
2: I love how you brought up. You are not perfect. We are not perfect. We are all perfectly imperfect. Exactly how we are, where we are, no matter what's happening in our world, what limiting beliefs are happening, what we're telling ourselves that how we look, right? Physically or to other people. And A lot of these BS stories and limiting beliefs and ego, as Claudette said, fears, they will create the resistance within. And again, digging in, moving through, getting truth. I love how you brought up Claudette that, you know, you used to push away, push down. And I love how you now you'll live there but you don't live there long that is powerful cuz many of us myself included i've gotten a lot better at this but i will just stew away and i'll stew away and i'll stew away until it's just like that till finally i'm like i got to deal with this you know but it's like this intern i can feel it like you know in my my chest in my
4: belly area just is like stewing is that emotional Whirlwind and it's in us. It's like we got sucked up in that vacuum, right? And we're spinning around. Many of us do that and 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 speaking of, you know,
2: conditioning Sarah, like, you know, it's just like just looking at that right now, like that was such a conditioned thing to just sit there and stew and hold it in or push it down. And, you know, as you were talking Claudette, you know, I had a memory and this is a beautiful way that resistance is our guide. And this was such a gift because when I first came up with the idea for Fit District, man, I let that dream sit in me for about eight years before I started getting it off the ground. And the point, the resistance was so strong. I mean, I I describe it as just like eating away at my soul because I was not going after this dream for years. And it was finally like a point. I cannot handle this resistance. Not another minute. Like I gotta at least go for it. And it's been one of the most beautiful journeys of my the most beautiful journey of my life so far.
4: So for whatever reason that memory came up. Yes. On the other side of resistance is your soul's growth, evolution. In contentment. If we can be brave enough to seek the truth about that, we can actually be healed. And then those triggers won't, they just aren't there anymore. Once we're healed, we're healed. I mean, it's just what it is. And until we are, we seek the truth about everything around it, all the belief structures around, it. you know, and this is a matter of turning our awareness from just the human reality to the eternal reality within us, which is actually the first cause of all things. And so when we start to grow spiritually, we look at third dimensional reality, which is the outer world, but then we consider the inner world and we start understanding we are eternal and that let's just look at ourselves. I go back to this. Let's look at ourselves. I look at myself as a two-year-old running around figuring the shit out, okay? And I'm just going to pat myself on the head and go, okay, baby boo, you made a mistake. Let's just grow, let's evolve, let's seek that guidance on the inside. But we just have to stop beating ourselves up, okay? And just face it, get the truth so we can evolve. Absolutely. Whitney is
2: over there shaking her head, saying, yes, yes, yes. What is happening in your world and in your beautiful heart and mind, Whitney?
1: Well, you know, you guys are speaking my language. I love listening to you and learning, sitting at your feet, learning, learning, learning. And where I started was the very first question that you asked Kathleen and and. I was thinking, "How does resistance show up for me? And I think for me, it shows up in sort of two basic ways: one, I'm withdrawing, and it is sort of my nature to to then get short and snappy with people, <laughs> mostly my husband, because he's always here, and then that gives me an opportunity when i notice that happening or more likely he points it out i get to say what's you know what's going on you know why are you in this space the other way this sort of shows up for me is that i'm struggling to get something done right and it's like the harder i try the more it's not happening. And I have learned that in both of those cases, in either scenario, the thing that works for me, and and you all have mentioned this in some way, form, or fashion, is that I have to take the time to ask the questions, to get curious. What's going on? Right. And it's usually nothing to do with whatever's happening in the moment. Right. That moment is just a stop sign or a yield sign or a you know some sort of roadblock to to get my attention and say, one, this is not you, right? This is not who you are. And it's not how you want to show up. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And so I will take the time to stop and get introspective. And what really works for me is to write. And not necessarily journaling, but just to write. And some of it is journaling. It's like, writing through my thoughts through my feelings venting often letting you know so that i can i can let go or move through what's going on but i have to get it out and once i've done that i can move on what i have noticed as a pattern is that i tend to veg out And there is a lot of movie streaming (laughs) that happens. So I I can tell if (laughs) (laughs) if I'm watching something for like yesterday, I didn't, you know, no TV, no movies, nothing. I watched a basketball, part of a basketball game. That was all I watched. And the last few days have been beautiful. I've been extremely productive, um, very much on my game. But a couple of weeks ago, it wasn't like that at all. And I spent, a, I, I noticed one day I sat down to take a break. And the next thing I know, knew, it was dark. <laughs> and I had been like in the same spot on the couch watching movies like one after the other all day and and I was like what is going on with you and why are you not sort of embracing what it is and moving through it instead of retreating and pretending like it's not happening burying it you know under you know some avalanche of netflix
3: Sister, you're speaking my language right now.
1: <laughs> I am so
2: relating to this.
3: <laughs> so you. You know, we're not
1: alone. We're not alone. <laughs> it is good to know I'm not alone, right? And so, but what flipped that around to getting me to a place where I was actually now the last week or so, you know, really productive, feeling really. Like I said, on top of my game, stuff is, you know, opportunities are like landing and my feet and all of that was actually stopping and saying, what's what's going on? Why are you... And I think I have to start with a why question. I don't spend a lot of time there. It's not a why, like, woe is me. Why is this happening to me? What You know, what's wrong with me? But the questions so that I can get to what's going on. And once I get there, you know, and and allow myself to feel what I am feeling. And I, I think that's the part, right? It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of discomfort that goes with, you know, admitting Things that we don't want to admit, whether, you know, we're not doing what we want to do, feel like we are where we're supposed to be, or or whatever is happening, there's discomfort that goes along with that. But, you know, Claudette said that there's no growth there. There's no growth in our comfort zone. And so everything we want is on the other side of the resistance. And this discomfort, if we will embrace it, and accept that one, we are, and I love what you said, and we're gonna actually be having an episode coming up about you know the perfectly imperfect. But Catherine, I, I love what, what you said. We are right where we belong in this moment, right? Every moment up until this moment has landed us here. Every choice we've made, every decision, every thought, We've thought every word we've said, all of it is landed here. And so fighting against being where you are doesn't make any sense because you can't be anywhere else in this moment. But if you don't like where you are in this moment, make some new decisions so you could be somewhere else in the future. But you you can't change what is right now. yes. And fighting it expands the resistance. And, and Exactly. And it goes to Claudette's point, with, which is what you resist persists. So if I could leave you with anything, it would be to be okay being uncomfortable long enough to work through it, feel through it, move through it deal with it, whatever you want to call it. Be okay being uncomfortable long enough for the process to evolve. With an intent of feeling, not necessarily getting somewhere in particular, but feeling ultimately what it is you want to feel. How do you want to feel? And I, and I think we spend so much time focused on what we want to do and where we're going, and not enough time on how we want to feel when we get there. And I've been guilty of that for way more of my something years than than I care to admit, right? I'll say it, 58. More of my 58 years than I care to admit. It is what it is. You are where you are. Accept it. And then that empowers you to take the steps that you need to take to move forward.
3: Whitney, I just have to say that I want to jump in before you do, Catherine, on this, because I just like it's so true. And what I came to over the weekend was another aha when we get to sit in silence for a while and just be who we are, was that the death. So resistance comes from letting go, right? and acknowledging and becoming aware of. And for me, is like the death of the old becomes the fertilizer of the today and of the future, of the growth of what's there, what's, what the possibilities are. And just by looking at dead trees that have fallen over in the forest, they become the fertilizer of new growth, of ferns, of mushrooms, of moss, of new plants, of new trees. It's it feeds others as well, you know, so it becomes, and I bring it up because where a lot of resistance come from is death really. And our fears of letting the old die and creating the new of what the new possibilities are, you know, the old patterns that, that was spoken of earlier. I can't remember if it's Claudette or Sarah, but, or maybe both, but the old patterns of what, how we were programmed, we can let that die, and then I realized over the weekend as well is that what I was doing is grieving what I didn't have, what I had created in my mind that I needed as a parent or as nurturing or whatever you know like i I got to grieve through whatever that was, and so the avoidance of grieving created more unnecessary suffering. And that's really what I teach about and I share with people is that we create our own unnecessary suffering. We don't have to be there. It's as easy as being silent and letting it flow. Like you said, Whitney, about journaling or writing. I, you know, I love how you I distinguish between journaling and writing because I wrote this weekend. I didn't journal. So I was writing out stuff that was stuck in my body and in my mind, you know? So just the key here is like, let your old become the fertilizer for what is now and what can flourish from that. You think about plants and beautiful flowers, it takes time to to nourish them. So, yeah.
1: You know, I just want to say each of us has to find our own way. Right. We each have to find our own way and we can offer up tools and strategies, resources. You know, we've got healers here as part of our group. You know, certainly Catherine would say, you know, in addition to lots of things, working it out, sweating, you know, nothing like a good sweat to help you, you know, move through some of this. You have to find what works for you. So everyone can offer you up something, try different things and know that what worked last time may not work this time, which is one of those things that creates the struggle, right? When you encounter something in this moment and you're going through now, it doesn't mean that that's the answer for now. And that would be one of those things that tells you you're not really in the moment. You're not being mindful in present because you're insisting on using something that's that's not working, right? And for me, it I can tell either it's not for me or not now, right? And getting to that point and say, let it go, let it go, right? Just let it go try something different because this moment requires something different of me. So try different things. And when it works, make note of it. Maybe that's something you'll use in the future. Maybe you'll have to come up with yet something different. I thought it was a beautiful
2: Whitney. You mentioned something that hadn't been mentioned. And you mentioned asking questions I found that to be an extremely valuable tool. You know, you're talking about ha- try multiple things, Whitney, having a couple tools in the toolkit, right? The resistance toolkit, asking questions, whether it's, you know, if you're feeling the resistance within, asking questions. You know, I I think a powerful question, you know, like my financial work, I get tons of resistance that comes up and and for me, how I deal with that part—that the tool there is—is is this really going to matter in six months from now, in a year from now? So, like evaluating, what does this really matter in your life and in your future, right? The fer- is this really fertilizer, as Kathleen said, that that's really going to help me grow, and does this matter, right? Number one, asking ourselves questions, digging in, and if it's resistance with another person getting curious and asking some questions because often we have a story running in our mind and it's it often could be the truth or not but being true to your truth always right truth queen and asking powerful questions to uncover those truths beautiful Beautiful show, ladies. We could go on and on and on, but maybe we'll do a round two sometime in the future. We love you. Have a beautiful day.
1: Thank you for leading such a great conversation, Catherine. If you want to weigh in on this, we would love to hear what tools, what strategies, what resources have you used to help you to embrace and and welcome the resistance when it pops up for you. We would love to hear what you say. Join us in our Facebook group and you can look for us also on Instagram. So we want to thank you for listening to this episode and we can't wait to see you next time. So take care. The Fab Five
0: thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.